What are shared more than a million times a day on Instagram have become the latest tool in marketing and are even being used by governments to spread propaganda and rally support. I'm talking about the humble internet meme. Mem, I would have said no. Which have been around since the dawn of the web. And though everyone has their favourites... I really enjoy when people are kind of falling. I think it's funny. <laughs> the fact that they're now ubiquitous cannot be denied. I am a meme. <laughs> like I know so many memes, it's crazy. But how are memes changing the way we communicate? What is their nefarious potential? And in the rapidly changing world of social media trends, is it meme today, gone tomorrow? Primarily, we know them as fun things to make us laugh. But in fact, they're a very sophisticated form of communication. Janine Nija is an associate professor of digital marketing in Maynooth University. The term originated actually with Richard Dawkins in his 1976 book, The Selfish Gene. What we're seeing now with the rise of the screen is what is termed reverse ekphrasis where words used to be our primary mode of communication. However, now image is our primary mode of communication and words are the secondary. So that's what we really see at play in memes. Memes are now a key part of modern communication, with viral memes crossing language barriers and the remaining borders in our globalised world. I'm here for doing a certificate in a few weeks and I didn't know the group before and as soon as we got along was when we had the same memes. That's how we really started interacting with each other, so I think that's a good way. Not all memes are meant to go viral though. Niche memes may be the inside joke of the internet, but studies show they also offer a sense of belonging and can even contribute to the formation of a collective identity for marginalised groups. Oh yeah, yeah, we're based on memes. <laughs> it's literally like it's a probably a cultural thing, yeah. yeah. Like all, all my gay friends use them. Most of them like a RuPaul Drag Race or something like that, gay ones. I live! Memes aren't just images. They can also be audio samples, cultural templates and even hashtags. I actually love dad memes. I think they're hilarious. Geraldine Carton describes herself as a meme enthusiast and she's amassed thousands of followers on Instagram with her meme-related content. Every Monday on my Instagram page, I post a roundup of the best memes that I found that week and I call it Meme Monday. Generally, it's, it's just lovely feedback. Lots of laughing faces, sometimes the death skull, people, people deceased from laughing apparently. <laughs> sometimes I'll find myself like stressed out on a Sunday night ridiculously trying to find something that's funny enough. But it is that element of connection and feeling that like, me too, me too. <laughs> and I think that's something that really appeals to people. Geraldine's right. Though sometimes described as the wallpaper of the internet, memes are being increasingly used to connect, as was particularly obvious during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is my outfit for today. And if you don't like it, you could leave. Okay, love you. One small study published last year even suggested that meme humour helped quell the fear and uncertainty that was widespread at the height of the crisis. I think it did definitely add so much levity to, to what was otherwise a really dark and stressful period. Again, at a time when people felt so isolated. To feel that other people are identifying as well, it feels very um, connecting and, and like, oh, I'm not so alone, maybe. As well as being an artist and meme aficionado, Geraldine is co-founder of The Useless Project, an initiative that champions sustainability and small action in the face of climate chaos. 
When she and her partner Taz Kelleher first set up their Instagram page, it was actually memes that helped them grow their following. Climate change, climate chaos, it's so scary. And so we would try to just come at the problem from a more humorous angle. And that seemed to really appeal to people. Activism, like that promoted by the Useless Project, is easily incited by memes. Not only are they cheap to make and easy to share, they're also efficient in how they communicate a rallying message. God bless memes. Idil Gallup is the founder of the Meme Studies Research Network, and she says that companies are also cottoning on to their advertising power. Netflix is very good at this. They do these covert meme operations online. Ryanair is incredibly popular, very successful in its meme making on TikTok. One like an admin gets our logo tattooed. They are famous for their hard landings. And I think it's a social media intern that puts on a filter that makes them look like a plane. And they will say things from the voice of Ryanair. At this point, they can even afford to make jokes about things that maybe other companies would not even want to acknowledge. Mutating memes is easy, with free apps like Canva and Mematic. And it's no harm to get au fait with the tech guys, because as well as laughs, there's money in memes. Not selling their memes per se, but making memes enough where they have built a profile or they've built a sort of audience online and they can use that audience to sell things like affiliated products like influencers might. Though they may seem harmless, for meme makers, the stakes are actually quite high because memes undoubtedly have the ability to influence points of view. In fact, one US academic recently said that memes are the modern digital equivalent of a propaganda leaflet. And governments and conspiracy theorists alike are taking advantage. Because they're such effective communicators, through memes, many people shared lots of misinformation during the pandemic. So on the one hand, they brought us together. On the other hand, they were very effective communicators of misinformation. Though for those living under authoritarian rule, memes are being used as a means of covert communication. Especially in countries where there are really stringent internet censorship laws, memes can be used as a way to bypass them. China is a huge example when it comes to memetic subversion. For instance, Winnie the Pooh is used as a stand-in for Xi Jinping on some of the Chinese cyberspace. According to market research by Giphy, GIFs are now considered cringe. So it may soon be curtains for the meme as well. Though according to Janine Naji, the significance of this digital communicator may be set to rise, not just in use, but also in esteem. People might think that they're, you know, lowbrow culture and entertainment and that they're not worth considering. But actually, you could consider meme as a modern haiku. It's very concise and to the point with one image and usually one or two lines of text. So I think actually, you know, we might look at memes as our poetry of the future.